Hey guys, my name's James. I'm Nicole. And this is Mostly, Mostly Speaking Sentai. Sentai. But this week it's a Patreon f f f f feed drop. Uh, this week Nicole's busy. She's like, oh, I got... You want to know what? Won't even say what she's up to because maybe on Engage with Nicholas Cage over on the Patreon this week, she might be talking about it, will you? I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you went to the weekend the oh, whole time. Oh, what I time. did last weekend? Yeah. Okay. The only thing you've done this week. Okay. Because you're, you're like, I need to make sure my sister's proud of me. Yeah. That's what you're always saying. So, guys, this week we're putting out an Engaged with Nicolas Cage from a few months back, Wild at Heart. It's a David Lynch movie that's baffling, then bad, then baffling again. It's a good episode. We asked a patron, hey, what what are your favorite eps? And this was one of them. And we were like, yeah, we'll do this one. Wild at Heart. Nick Cage. Helen Hunt? No. Person from Jurassic Park? Not Twister. Mm. Okay, Nicole, I think, forgets these movies instantly. I don't remember people's names. Well, it's it's not Helen Hunt. That I'm pretty sure of. Maybe well, they'll it find is. out the, in yeah, like they're two gonna fucking find, seconds, Yeah, they're going to find dude. out very quickly and be like, no, James, it was Helen Hunt this whole time. Trancer zone. So, uh, yeah, guys, if you would like to listen to the uh, many other episodes of Engage with Nicolas Cage, also talking about Beyblade, the Toku Reading Corner, and This Existed, you can get that for $5 every single month over on patreon.com forward slash MLMpod. It's a great time over there. But if you're a $10 patron, oh my God, you get some watch-alongs, you get exclusive streams, but you also get on free feed podcasts shout outs and we're not gonna let you guys down this time so let's give quick shout outs and then we'll get with the show starting with steve f F. eric barry of ranger command power hour alex z the waz orion he's a rapper defo baby kayla two grapes and then we have tyler wright he's our friend i thought we were both gonna say he's our friend at the same time sorry the next up is Elliot Double. Nope, 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 nope. Uh uh. We're bleeping that out. AKA at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram. And finally, Jordan B. We don't no, we we don't say his last name. I don't I I have to edit out so much of this, Nicole. There we go. Thank you so much. And guys, I'm so close to paying all of my bills for the first time since I quit my job last year with just like audio and like the stuff I'm dedicating my life to. Guess so. This is your chance to help me out. Go sign up for the Patreon finally. It's going to be great. You'll have so much content to listen to. But right now, for free, you get to listen to Engaged with Nicolas Cage, Wild at Heart. A David Lynch picture. Bye. <laughs> but stay, please. <laughs> Today we watched Wild at Heart, released August 17, 1990, starring Tommy Laura Dern, Diane Ladd, Willem Dafoe, and your boy, Nicolas Cage. 
had the same opening weekend as The Exorcist 3 and My Blue Heaven. Opening weekend, it made $2.9 million. Gross domestic made $14.6 million. And the budget was about $10 million. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is 81%. Now we're on to reviews. Hagerman gives five stars saying snake skin jacket. Best worst movie ever. My favorite. Delivered as expected. Great price. No complaints. P gives four stars saying, do you like David Lynch? Do you like Nicolas Cage? Do you like Elvis? And references to Wizard of Oz. If you answered yes and still have not seen Wild at Heart, then you do not know what you are missing. Krista gives one star saying, (laughs) this DVD didn't work. Tried it in three Blu-ray players. Disappointing. I hate those reviews. (laughs) Do all Blu-ray players play DVDs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Don't at me. (laughs) All right. Wild at Heart is about young lovers, Sailor and Lula, running from the variety of weirdos that Lula's mom has hired to kill Sailor. It's based on the novel by Barry Gifford, but the ending is changed. The references to Wizard of Oz and Elvis Presley were also added to the script by David Lynch, who wrote and directed the movie. Unsurprisingly, Nicolas Cage is responsible for the snakeskin jacket idea, and Lynch wrote it into the script. (laughs) Keep that in mind when you're watching this movie, because it's hilarious. During the beginning stages, there was a lot more gore and sex, but it ended up being toned down or cut out completely because the MPAA and test screening walkouts. Nicolas Cage said that he felt his character was a romantic Southern outlaw. He also said, I'd just like to be able to keep working with the talented people I've been lucky enough to work with and continue to do the kind of roles that turn me on. You lol. (laughs) In an interview uh, with David Lynch, in an interview with David Lynch, he said Nick Nick Cage was a jazz actor. Okay. Sorry, I wrote this poorly. Lastly, there is an interview Nick Cage did on BBC show called Wogan, where Nick Cage enters attempting a flip and kicking the air. Then... The host, like, mentions his shirt, which is a Wild at Heart shirt, and Nick Cage takes it off. There's nothing... He's not wearing anything underneath. He has, like, a leather jacket on, but his t-shirt, he takes it off and gives it to the host. When was that interview? It was, like, when the movie came out. The video has so many comments about him being on cocaine, and it definitely appears that way, which would honestly explain a lot, actually. And with that, let's start the pod. Hi, how do you refill this? I don't have a prescription. Sir, please wait your turn. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat to you? Oh, God, not the bee! Not the bee! I lost my head! This old woman's gonna 
Hey guys, it's me, your host, Nicole Jakus, with... Hey guys, it's me, your co-host, Mullum. And we're... Engaged, engaged with, with Nicholas Cage. Cage. Woo! Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Yes. Oh no. It's time for... It's a world telegram. Some front I think. cage news. Okay, yes, yes, yes. All oh right. my god, I love this. Thank you. This was discussed with Nicole. So, a couple weeks ago, I saw on Yahoo, oh my god, it's a Nick Cage story, and I was like, oh man, Kat Denning says something about a strange audition this she had. This is like a new article. Yes, a new article. That it, came out in... 2021. <laughs> February 3rd is when this was okay, announced. Got it. Uh, and I was like, oh, fuck. What did he do? Kat Dennings. Yes. Who is that? Uh, she was, um, uh, he's eating Brillo pads, you know, uh, from uh, what? Big Mama's House 2. She was in there. She was in Two Broke Girls. She's now in WandaVision, which okay. we haven't seen yet. Sure. She recants a story. She does not say what movie it was involved with, just kind of. Yeah. Uh, the only way we could figure this out is if we, she says what kind of age she was, we would have to go back in time, then like two years later, look at his, Nick Cage's filmography to find out what movie, because she, I don't believe, got this role. But Why didn't you do that? Uh, that's what we're here for, so that the listeners no, don't have here. to do that. That's why you're here. I didn't know of this article until now. Well, okay, okay. You said, don't read this article. Okay, okay. Nick Cage might be loony, but he definitely isn't handsy. Actress Kat Dennings recalled an audition where she had to mime escaping from Cage after the Oscar winner refused to touch her out of respect. This is a quote. He was so respectful. She told Variety of the Bizarre Audition, which she dubbed one of the craziest and most memorable experiences of her life. Dennings refused to name the specific film, only disclosing that it was very dramatic and had a hugely famous director. The scene she was auditioning for... It, it could be this movie. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Absolutely. No, no. Okay. David Lynch is, I don't think, famous. Okay. He's infamous. Okay. For just too many titties. Okay. I, I think making boobs James, is better. you know, yeah, that's what <laughs> yes. I was say. You know what we say. Boob, yes. Boobies, boobies makes, makes it everything better. better. Yes. Um, but it's egregious in this. The scene she was auditioning for entailed the actress trying to escape from the other character played by Cage who was supposed to physically restrain her. However, while Dennings was ready to get into, like, the physicality of the scene, she realized pretty quickly the 57-year-old face-off actor wasn't, 57, going, okay. wasn't going to touch her or even get near her. This is a quote. He was at the other end of the room, which seemed <laughs> to be his choice, said Dennings, who was reportedly pretty young at the time. As a result, she was forced to improvise. This is in quotes. I was like, I'm going to be miming this. The bewildered house bunny actress recounted of pretend fleeing cage from fleeing from cage. So a scene where I am asking to be let go of and physically wiggling out of this man's grip became a miming session. She added at the time it was not great because I was like, 
I look like an absolute moron. I'm not getting this. However, well, she was initially baffled by the Razzie winner's hands-off approach, Denning said in retrospect, I understand and I respect the actor uh, for the decision. I'm actually really grateful for that experience beca- just because I wanted to be in the room with Nicolas Cage. But what a night! But what's nice is that he was so re- respectful, and I think that might have been where it was coming from. Like I'm a young girl, so he didn't want to physically touch me and make me uncomfortable. I appreciate that. We'll be the judge of that. However, I'm gonna look into what movie this was. This this is what I think it was. He might have a lot of auditions lined up that day. And he's like, I just don't want to be yeah, picking I'm like, people he, up. I'm like, I see it as he <laughs> fucked up your audition. <laughs> like, yeah, the, uh, I, I see it as, no, no, I think he is going to do this to everyone. He's like, I just don't want to get winded today. <laughs> I don't want to, like my arms, maybe he was working out the day before. Ooh, they're sore. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he couldn't pick them up. I don't know. Yeah, he had to work out for, uh, what the fuck, Ghost Rider. So he was oh, tired. Man. This could have. This might have been during. Go- no, I don't. No, I don't know. Yeah, uh, guys, let us know. You do some digging. I was just trying to think of a superhero movie because they notoriously have to get super buff. Uh, that's a more recent development. Yeah, uh, I don't think Nick Cage was like, "I'm gonna get buff or Ghost Rider." No. We'll we'll find out. Don't add us, guys. I'm kidding. Go for it on that. Yeah, the, I saw the story and I was like, oh, that's a little endearing. Maybe uh, it's at least not what I expected it to be, which was yeah. her saying, wow, yeah, he was a fucking mess. Yeah. I, also, I mean, it was just an audition. Uh, auditions are taped most of the yeah. time. So I would love if that surfaced or whatever movie this is on. But then people would have probably said like, well, this other actress had that. You didn't see like comments no. or anything? No, this was, I probably read this at like 7 a.m. Got it. Wake up in the morning feeling like I'm reading. Well, because someone else, I was like, maybe someone else just said what movie it would be. Could be. In a comment, and then we wouldn't have to do that. I was thinking like (laughs) National Treasure. No. Okay. There's no like women that he has to like. No. Okay. Wrangle. (laughs) I didn't, I don't know National Treasure. So that was like one of the few movies I owned. So I've watched it too many times. Didn't our friend Amy Diaz say she's only seen the second, the one, second too one many too times. many times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Nicole. Well, that's enough for. I wonder if if Amy would come on as a guest. Oh, for that. <laughs> yes, we need to get her on. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, but that's enough of front cage new which news, which actually is probably like um like back of the page news now because it was such a long time ago. However, Nicole, I have one more explosive update for listeners of this show. If you've heard all the episodes, you know, this, the ladder saga really short. There's a house in Chicago that I walk past all the time. Oh, literal ladder. Yes. There's a house. There's a ladder on the Second story roof leading up to like an attic third story. We've pondered like, what could this be for? Nicola said many, many times that it's probably for someone to get out. I don't know. I've just been trying to make sense of it. Oh, this is not going to clear things up. This will just make it even more bewildered. Wait, did we ever talk about 
what my mom pa said about it. Oh no. When we went for the to look at Christmas lights. What did they say? And you showed them and they of were course. just like, Yeah, that makes no sense. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Normally I I look down at the ground when I go for walks because that's why I think I've never like had a huge slip. Because I'm constantly looking what's in front of me. Yeah. Don't, don't, but people are like, what about that time you're doing the one punch man exercise and you beefed it in front of some beefcakes? Well, huh. uh, I clearly wasn't focused then, Nicole. Yes. It's a bright day out. Uh-huh. I'm walking towards the street that this house is on. And mm-hmm. I look up and I see the house from behind. Mm-hmm. And from... So many ladders. no. From the third story to the second story and then to the first story is a spiral staircase. So there is no need for this ladder to be there. They already have from behind access in and out. There's a fire escape. What? So I don't understand what is up with this house. It's I kind of, if I ever see a neighbor... Out. I will say like, hey, uh, I have, uh, I'll stay six feet away from you because it's still going to be the pandemic. Uh, what's the deal with that? You know? And then they'll probably say, we're as baffled as you are. <laughs> I just don't get it. D- remove the ladder unless you're using it daily. Maybe. Okay. So maybe there's also a room right there, which is on the other side of the house. And the person, it's for like, if there is a fire and the person needs to climb out that window and then they grab that ladder, put the ladder on the ground and they can climb down that way. But just keep the ladder on the inside and then reposition. Oh my God. It just, it seems like someone would have made a complaint about this. It's an eyesore. It's baffling. Guys, let us know. If one... We live in Chicago, not the fucking... Suburbs? Gated community? North Muskegon. I want a noise-gated community. (laughs) Yo. It's where I can set the limiter to how loud the neighbor's children are. And if they're not, they get compressed and mashed down. That's audio humor. Yeah, I know. Eric Berry will get a giggle out of it. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing way too hard. I think that's funny because you're like, there's many layers to the maybe is like, well, it might just not be funny. And then two, well, what if he doesn't get it? Yeah. Okay. I have faith in his audio editing prowess. Yeah. But this movie. This movie. Okay. You know how I don't I don't like to just do an over overall discussion at the beginning, but I feel like we kind of yeah. need to. Yes. Uh, would, you, would you like to go first? I, I guess. To I, guide what I should be saying as well. Sure, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like how a podcast works. Sure, baby. Man, this movie is just all over the fucking place. Like, it's... Yeah, like that one review said like best worst movie ever and like i remember going through all the reviews and i could not like that's why they were both like four and five because i just like couldn't find any like legitimate like 
two and one star reviews. Would you like a two star review? Love this movie so much. I I can give you a two star review yeah. right now. The first hour of this movie of a two hour movie is the best worst movie. The next yes. of it fucking falls off so hard of being like, yes, this is funny unintentionally. It's great. There's so much weirdness going on. And then the next half, it's the same thing as Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Judy Newmar. Uh-huh. That it's it's set up as this road trip movie. And instead of keeping like different locations going, they get they break down in the middle of the movie and they just stay there for such a long time. Yeah. And that stay there part in this movie fucking dragged and sucked. However, the rest of it is mwah, chef's kiss mwah, <laughs> with both hands. It's like I'm a, I've, I'm a little sea otter just licking off pasta. How the sea otter got pasta? This, Who knows? This movie is so fucking weird. Like, it's, I just, like, if my mom were to watch this movie, she would fucking hate it. Because she would just be like, I don't get it. This, is, this movie is fucking weird, and I do not get this. I think if she watched it with us... That she remember when you first watched Freddy Got Fingered? Yeah. And at the first parts of it, you're like, I don't get this. But then you're like, oh, James is laughing during these parts. It's all supposed to be absurd and funny. Let me recalibrate my brain. Yeah. The same for. I just uh, didn't know what to expect. And then that movie is just like, is just like a totally like absurd sense of humor that I had just like never seen before. Yeah. I would love... So I just didn't know what to make of it. When your mom comes over, we should do a watch along because it's like 50, 15 minutes of Tim and Eric's diarrhea Absolutely musical. Absolutely not. <laughs> or Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie with your mom. No. She'd be like, oh, what? What? what is this? I feel like Brian might... I feel like he would like it, but like not say that he did. You know what I mean? I think he would be laughing throughout until they get to the shrimp part and then you go like, <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, this movie is... Basically my my reaction to that movie. This movie, Wild at Heart, though... Yes. ...is so... It, it just sucks so bad that it had this huge plummet. You could have taken out because also like there's so much nonsense and not good nonsense of like just throw this out. You just put this into pad the movie. It felt like you didn't need her to almost be. A, well, yeah, she was assaulted. I don't mean to make this humorous because it's it's one of the most fucked up things that this man sexually assaulted a woman to the edge of climax and then he said hey i gotta get going on purpose to be like the worst asshole ever yeah that re remove that take out all of this shit you could have just easily had it that he does some weird shit that puts him in jail and that's it take out that entire chunk of them in big tuna yeah well there's also like Man, like that story about, you know what? We can just start yeah. doing notes now. Can I say the first line of the movie? I have movie? a lot of notes, so like buckle in. The first line of the movie is, I hear you're trying to fuck your girlfriend's mother in the toilet. I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, oh, what? what is this movie? 
And because I went into this expecting like such low, low expectations around the house with me because I've never seen a good David Lynch product. Mm-hmm. And f- meaning you saw one David Lynch. No, movie. I've, I've, I've seen <laughs> Dune and Blue Velvet. Okay. Both thumbs down. All right. Blue, Dune because I believe he was getting a bunch of studio notes and that messed things up, I think. And then Blue Velvet, I think no studio notes. He was able to do whatever he wanted. So I'm like, oh, he's just not good at uh, achieving a vision. But mm-hmm. this, uh, I do have a note, Nicole. I would say I, I would say I agree with you watching only this movie of his. <laughs> did the author enjoy what David Lynch did to his book? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Because I, the Wizard of Oz shit, the Elvis shit, but yeah, let's let's get into this. Uh okay, yeah. Uh it I mean, opening credits is just like a bunch of fire. It's weird. Honestly, it's like kind of weird that the movie didn't just like end or like maybe the the climax of them doing the robbery, like didn't have some sort of explosion or something I th- just because there's like so much fire in this movie. I think if we're going with the Wizard of Oz thing. The fire is the tornado, mm-hmm. and the tornado doesn't come back at the wizard at the true. end of Wizard of Oz. True, 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 true. So uh, they're in Cape Fear, which is like in South and North Carolina, or On something. On the border of somewhere between the two. Yeah. So, and they're at like some party or something. A gala. A gala. Okay. And uh, yeah, the mom. Paid some dude to kill Sailor, who is Nick Cage, and um, says that shit to him. Like, he flashes a knife, and then Nick Cage just, like, beats the absolute shit out of this dude. Like, way too much. Well, I, he murders him. I mean, yeah, yeah. Manslaughters him, in quotes. Uh, I thought... Th- after seeing this, I had no expectations. I thought this was going to be like a rage murder movie of just him bashing people's <laughs> skulls in. And I was like, oh, I'm on board for this. Yeah, yeah. Expectations have been exceeded. Yeah. And I'm like, he should have like kept that dude alive because then the mom probably would have went to jail for hiring him. Yeah. And then... I think because he didn't say anything because he didn't want Laura Dern to know uh, that side of the family, maybe. Or because she could have then said like, oh, well, he seduced me in the toilet. I don't know. It's complicated. This was back in the. (laughs) And uh, who knows? Yeah. We also don't know when this movie took place. That's why I said, you know, back in 19. You didn't say 19, huh? You said, huh? (laughs) Well, I wanted to clarify. It's supposed to be, I think, 19. I don't know. Yeah. But I also, like, Laura Dern's first line is just, like, screaming, like, Sailor, he has a knife! Her acting in this is fucking great. Mm -hmm. Because it's so manic. I think she is more Nick Cage in this movie than Nick Cage is. Probably. It's 
it's great. But like that's why it works so well. Him looking at her, she's like, they're in bed, and she goes, I love you. And then he like pulls sheets away. She's like sitting on his lap, probably inside of her, and looks down at her breast, and he's like, I love you too. Or I guess like, oh yeah, baby, I love you too. Because we need to talk about that as well. Sometimes he talks like Elvis. Most of the time he talks like Elvis. No, this is Suicide Squad 2016 Harley Quinn levels of switching between accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't until that first bedroom scene that I was like, oh, fuck, he's supposed to be Elvis. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he then just talks like normal Nick Cage. Yeah, uh, David Lynch wanted Nicolas Cage to basically be an Elvis-type character, and Lula was supposed to be Marilyn Monroe. Okay, I get that. Yeah. I knew Marilyn. She was great. Well, okay, so oh, she she hired him to kill him because she thinks he's like a bad boy and all of that. The mother hired people to kill Sailor. And I, I have a note no, down. Like, that's what you're led to believe. But it's actually because she thinks that he knows that she hired Santos to kill her husband. Does your mom think I'm a bad boy? Ew. Like, I'm not good enough for you. Like, I'm a little rough around the edges. Rough. <laughs> Am I a bad boy, Nicole? Nicole, does your mother think I'm bad? Um, so Lula, he ends up in jail for however long. 22 months. And Lula picks him up, gets him his snakeskin jacket, and says something. He says, you know, it's a representation of my individuality and belief in personal freedom. <laughs> Which he then... They go on the lam because he's he breaks his parole by crossing state lines or trying to go to California. And when you're trying to like be in like it nondescript and be like, hey, I don't want anyone noticing I'm here. Don't wear a snakeskin jacket, dude. They're wild at heart. Oh, and <laughs> and what was it? Weird on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm weird on the bottom because my uh... your butt. No, no. More on the bottom. You know how your your foot's supposed to arc? Well, mine's convex, and they look mm-hmm. kind of like uh, <laughs> sketcher shape-ups. Yeah. I can just rock yeah. <laughs> on them. I'm like a Owie. Donatello in Secret of the Ooze in the beginning when that guy hits him. And I he... mean, he goes side to side. Okay, well, I'm going front to back. He sure. could go front to back, too, sure. I bet. Man, that's a great opening. I wish that were a Nick Cage movie. I don't. <laughs> what? You'd ruin it. No, he's just in the background eating a pizza. Mm-hmm. But Nick Cage style. Oh my God, Nick Cage as what's Casey Jones? Okay, I thought you were going to say Master shit. Splinter. I was going to no! say that's insane. And it's not just his voice; it, like he go, goes through prosthetic makeups <laughs> to look like a little mouse. No, as Casey Jones <laughs> as Shredder. Oh no, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, no, he's just Super Shredder. So it's like a different actor than once it becomes Super Shredder. It's just Nick Cage uh, hulking out around the place. Mm -hmm. Man, Nick Cage as the Hulk would be pretty cool, too. But he'd be a terrible Bruce Banner. It'd be real bad. 
What do you keep looking at? I'm, ju- I'm just making sure we're still recording. Oh, okay. Gnarly Brando, brah. I don't. <laughs> Guys, let us know what role do you wish Nick Cage had? If it's your in favorite. five star iTunes review. No, we, this doesn't <laughs> have an iTunes. Works. Yeah, in <laughs> Patreon, on the comment of this episode, or you know what I mean by that. Tweet at us. No, I want things on Patreon. <laughs> so then other people are like, oh, wow, there's a lot of community going on here. Let yeah. me join. Uh-huh. Instead of just Steve F. <laughs> or, well, Jordan's been doing it a lot. Okay. What I'm getting a lot is like people DMing me on Facebook. And I'm like, yeah. no, guys, just post it on the Patreon. Yeah. Please. We then see the mom trying to hire a private eye to, I think, just like, not kill him, but... I mean, you're uh, skipping ahead. Oh, that's but... my next note. Okay, well, I have... they. Where do they... They're in, like, New Orleans, right? Yeah, you're jumping very far. They go clubbing. Is that up to your notes? I, no, I, mine is, does your mom think I'm a bad boy? And then a line where she's hiring... She's talking to that dude with the big eyebrows. And he's like, meh, or whatever. Big eyebrows. Oh, Johnny? Yeah. Which is happening before they- I feel like I didn't write those scenes in that, like, because they were just, like, so, like, I don't know. Well, I just have a quote from it. Yeah. She says, they go to kiss. It's this dude named Johnny. He's a detective or a private investigator. And they go to kiss, and she goes- no tongue, my lipstick. But I'm like, shouldn't it just be exclusively tongue? Like it should be an open mouth clone high style kiss where they're just tongues out moving around like little worms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because then, because kissing affects lips and that's where the stick is. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So I think I was confused because I forgot that they did stay in whatever the fuck that city was. Cape Fear? Let's for, just say it's Cape Fear For a still. minute. Or PD. What? It's the correctional facility is PD correctional facility, so maybe the town is in the town of PD? I, okay. You asked where they were. No, I said wherever the fuck they are. Yeah, so I was saying where they could be. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're the one with confusing notes. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to make you edit this what? episode. All right, fuck There's you. so much, because there's all these pauses. Just leave it in. No, oh, Jesus Christ. Why do you keep telling me to leave pauses <laughs> in? Because it's for comedic effect. No, <laughs> no, you're going, uh, uh, and then talking, oh, yeah, yeah, can you guys hear me in the microphone right now? Oh, uh, yeah, it sounds the same, right? Like this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah hey. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I'll block your face. They're in a Cape Fear. And you, she talks about when Lula talks about when she was raped by her quote unquote Uncle Pooch uh, when she was 13 because they were talking about virginity or something what they it's brought up in such a weird fashion because she's like oh yeah i remember when i was 15 and my mother was say was saying oh you'll be start you'll start thinking about sex soon and when i do to 
to tell my mom right away and talk to her first. And then Nick Cage says, but weren't you raped at 13 by your uncle? Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is that weird? Uh, because, like, that's two separate things. Rape isn't sex. Yeah. So, and it's just, when someone has that trauma... trauma don't bring it like because it was brought up in such a cavalier way of like oh yeah well you were you thought about sex and it's like no you were thinking about violence yeah well it's brought up yes and she talks about how like three months later he died in a fiery car crash but like she said i thought she said that like her mom didn't know about it but like in the flashback her mom was there i so i what i think that is is her wanting to keep her mom safe because she's like, oh, I true in my mind, like the back of my mind, I know my mom killed this man. Right. Yeah. Or at least made it so that yeah. he Put would it in die. Motion. Yes. So she just did. Yeah, she absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking dope. Honestly. Yes. I was like, oh, no, she is actually a good mom. But yeah. she's just she's just like power hungry. Yeah. And control. Yeah. Controlling power hungry. Yeah. They go clubbing. Did you want to talk about that scene at all? The clubbing scene? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love her outfit. I love his outfit. Like, I don't think I could pull it off, but her outfit is dope. Oh, right before that, when they were, when he says, let's go clubbing. And then he like puts on his jacket and goes, and like punches the air. And then she's on the bed and she's like flash dancing. Yeah, she's like jumping sort of running i wrote down this is us you're sailor i'm you i'm lula yeah 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 because i'm just horny as hell and you just want to punch people who look at me yeah we're dead animals on my body that's you to a t my mom had a or not my mom why would i say that wait so then am i the bad boy did your mom say that i'm a bad influence uh it's i mean my mom is one of those moms, she'll never hear this, that I feel like in the beginning, she's like, she's borderline, oh, no, girl's good enough for my baby boy. But eventually she enjoys them. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the women I've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was asking specifically me, but that's fine. I guess you can just, like, group me in with all... Those other hussies. It's fine. (laughs) My mom has only said one of them is a hussy. And then one, I had to tell my mom, like, stop being buddy-buddy with this one. Like, it's, we're, I'm trying to get that part of my life wrapped up and out of here. So, please stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the carnival girl, uh, I don't think they knew each other. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That was a blip. Yeah. And that was a burp. But no, my mom loves you, but probably thinks you're a badass. Maybe. Not a bad influence, but a bad boy. Yes. Like Sean Combs or Biggie. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say Sean Marciniak. <laughs> my mom's like, that's Sean Marciniak's a bad boy. I mean, it could be possible because my friend Stitches, uh, Jeff, on MySpace, my mom would always say, like, you have to print out, like, get it on a shirt or something, this picture of him. And it was a picture of him covered in fake blood, like, looking happy after a concert. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, he's just a he's a bad boy. She probably thought he was a bad boy. Mm-hmm. 
A, a bad boy, Wait, not ooh. a bad boy. Stitches, Jeff. So uh, okay. she probably might see Sean Marciniak and she could be like, I saw his stand up and he's such a bad boy. I mean, I wasn't saying that she literally thinks Sean is a bad boy. No, but I'm saying there's precedent for her. I was saying that like your rank, your. Oh, yeah. My ranking of people is like. Is based off of like Sean is the. <laughs> the baddest of boys. Yeah. He's like, I'm playing magic, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, shout out to Margie. <laughs> I'll have him say that, <laughs> then I'll clip it. And then I guess he, when he's next on the show. Yes. Uh. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, clubbing. He, I don't know. It seems that he like knows the musicians and they just throw him the mic. And sings an Elvis-type song to her. And, oh, yeah, while he's singing it, there's just this high-pitched, like, like as if women are screaming, like, way too many fucking times. And it's the same clip, just, like, replayed over and over. And it's so fucking annoying. I It sounds like, so if I were to turn on this keyboard right now, I believe there is a scream noise yeah. on here. And I think it might be the same one. Or... It's the beginning of like the applause and it like starts with a scream and they just keep like on a sampler playing that over and over again. Yeah. It was annoying, but I wrote down Nick Cage. If this is Nick Cage singing, which I I'm think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Has an angelic voice because yeah, this is the second have, time. Yeah, it's great. Back in Peggy Sue, he also sang. Yeah. And women were also swooning over him. Yeah. But before that happened... There's a thrash metal band on stage, don't know who it was, but a man comes up and like starts dancing around Laura Dern, and he's like, I want you to apologize to my girl, yeah. And then, it's also Johnny Bravo, that's what I'm doing, not- uh, Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And he's like, no, fuck you. And then- they start beating him up and then uh, but right before that, like he kind of does like devil horns or something to the band to, and they just stop playing and allow this whole argument to play out and then mm -hmm. says, give me the microphone if you know this. And then sings this song. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird. But this is part of the movie where I'm like, yes, this is what I wanted. Yeah. They just say so many weird things too, like so many like, I don't know. I don't want to say quotable, but just like, just weird things. I bet f fanatics for this, d there are so many quotable moments and friends who are like, oh, in high school, we watch this all the time. Or, oh, I had this on VHS in my dorm room are probably like my friends. It's still to this day, my college buds and I quote this movie. Yeah. But speaking of quotable things and David Lynchian things in the toilet scene that we we <laughs> yeah. see the mom trying to seduce him and she goes mama would like to fuck and it's so it reminds me of blue velvet so much okay and i like that mama wants to fuck you don't really see that this movie is like female empowerment <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> no it's not yeah i i wanted to i was like hmm <laughs> this movie actually has a like they hired a lot of women and people of color in this movie yeah i think in most indie filmmaking but i think because a lot of it comes up in either like college scenes or theater scenes 
So you know the actors in that area and you're just going to pull because you need actors. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't matter who you get. So it creates these like communities of diverse people of, you know, either race or, you know, like LGBTQ spectrums as well. The sexual spectrum. So I like almost unintentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, this is just my friend that I act with. Yeah. I'm going to throw them in this movie. Yeah. That is my guess. I mean, maybe that's part of it, but like there are just a lot of nude women. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's mainly <laughs> the thing. Yeah. And body positive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But uh, I'm afraid that like back then it was like, well, it's larger women who are showing their tits. This is funny and absurd. Yeah, I was like, eh, why? Yeah, like that was clearly meant to like be funny. But all I mean, all the besides Laura Dern, all the times women breasts are shown are in, abs in an absurd way. Like a man was shitting on the toilet talking on the phone. Then yeah. it zooms out and we see a breast i was gonna say breastless woman a topless woman in panties just dancing by him yeah i have notes about that okay so we'll get to yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay they're back in whatever room they're in and lula is talking about how her mom told her that her dad lit himself on fire so i mean that was just like a thing they there was like a a, a cut scene of it which I wrote down, if you're self-emulating for the purpose of suicide, you're not going to be thrashing around. You're going to, like, be set still, unless you immediately regret it. But he clearly wasn't trying to go to the bathroom to put himself out. There was something fishy immediately. Yeah. I'm like, this is not a man committing suicide out of desperation. Yeah. Yeah. I hear burning to death is, like, one of the most euphoric deaths you can find. Okay. Oh, I was hoping you would say, I think that's drowning, James. And I'd say, oh, drats, I need a change of plans. Not according to the prestige, baby. Yeah, but she she didn't, she knew there was a chance of being survived. She could see the people. So she's like, help me. Wasn't it? I've never <laughs> seen the movie. I've <laughs> No, uh, what's his name? Michael. Shannon. The guy, the British guy that's like Alfred. To oh, Christian Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, says, like, at this is, I'm talking about Prestige. I fucking love that movie so much. To comfort Hugh Jackman at the funeral says that, like, he was told by a sailor that drowning is, like, going home. But then later is, like, pissed at Hugh Jackman and says, like, I lied. It's awful or something i've always heard the other thing like if you're underneath ice and you or maybe that's like freezing to death i don't know <laughs> uh, i've heard it was get euphoric. your shit straight bro <laughs> i just thought of like a cool tiktok or uh okay, facebook video i'm intrigued <laughs> and it's uh I say, and for my next magic trick, and then I just turn around and my penis is out and I say, <laughs> the prestige. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
with my penis out. Why? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on, Nicole. What? Speaking of my penis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do I have a cock with a voice of its own? <laughs> That's something that is said in this yeah. movie. Do you have any? It's hilarious. Yeah. I love that moment. She's like, oh, you fuck so good when you're inside of me. Oh, I can feel it. Like, talk to me. Your cock has a voice of its own. <laughs> it's so funny. And it sounds. What? If, I, if my penis had a voice, what would it sound like? <laughs> that was why I wrote the note down. It's so like, hi, Nicole. <laughs> it just sounds like Toad. Yeah. Nicole's vagina would sound like skip, nip, nip, do that. Wow. It sounds like Sean on uh, Oh. It sounds like uh, <sighs> fuck that Andy Samberg pop star song. Where it starts out like that. Wait, what? Where it's like skipping. That's what your vagina sounds like? Okay. That's humble from the pop star soundtrack. Skip, skip, dude, up, up. Wow. Okay. Then they break parole. Because they're they're on their way to California, maybe where the COVID is rampant. Oh, I'd like to ram your pits. Oh, then we get uh, the mom contacting this guy Santos to to kill Sailor, and he says only if I can kill Johnny, and she's. She's not into that because she loves Johnny. Can I say one of my favorite lines from him? Yeah. I'm going to shoot him through the brain. Then he holds up his hand like a gun and he says, with a gun. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, obviously. And then he's like, you know, it could be an arrow. I'm going to kill Johnny. And then she's like, no, I don't want you to kill Johnny. I love Johnny. He's like, all right, fine. I won't kill Johnny. Or maybe I will. No, please don't do that. All right, fine. I will mush I will mush Johnny and Sailor's heads together. I will shoot Johnny in the head. And if the bullet just so happens to go into Johnny's, that's not mean, my fault. Yeah, you mean Sailor and Sailor, then Johnny. And then it'll go through Sailor if it goes all the way through and then goes clean through Johnny. That's on the bullet. That's not on me. Yeah. That's on the gun, not on me. Because Guns kill you people. Don't you don't get until like at the end of the movie that Johnny and Santos are both enamored by Lula's mom. Why? Dude, I I hope that's what you're like when you're a mom. Because she's hot as fuck. Oh yeah, she's like my lipstick is on so no tongue and I love kissing no tongue. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I love basicness, you know? Yeah, yeah, Nothing yeah. Nothing flashy, yeah. no flair, no frills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just two lips meeting with two others. Uh huh. <laughs> and maybe fold your upper lip up. Yeah. And then it's two on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, called yeah, a yeah. three way in my book. Uh, they mentioned something about Mr. Reindeer. Oh, yeah. And then we get that scene where. Uh, with a phone call with Mr. Reindeer, and this scene is, again, it's hilarious. Like, it's this dude 
on the toilet, like clearly like taking a shit. He's on this phone that like looks like a clamshell, like as if it's like a cute mermaid phone, but not, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in like a 70s way. (laughs) And he's also drinking tea and then there's also a naked lady just dancing in the doorway. Maybe he was getting a blumpkin. Just to like paint the full picture for you. It's incredible. And the guy taught Mr. Reindeer talking is flanked by two women who just have like skirts on, nothing above them. Aprons. Oh yes, aprons, not skirts. Yeah. I mean oh wait, never mind. I was gonna say a jokingly misogynistic thing. Sweet. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm here for. I started, I was like jokingly negging Nicole and she got very mad. I was was like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to neg you. That's No, Mean Jampy just ignores you for a day. Socks though, he negs you with his friggin' claws. Okay, then they are finally in New Orleans. You know how you're in, (laughs) you know you're in New Orleans when there's two strangers walking down a sidewalk and one of them scatting at the other. <laughs> Skip, dip, dip, doo, dip, dip, doo, wah. It was, I, again, hilarious. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they were just like, how do we, how do we solidify that this is New Orleans? Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Wait, okay, and then they go to a bar and we- Wait, 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 before okay. that, the reason why they're there- is Nicholas Cage, a.k.a. Sailor, says, I gotta get a fried banana sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and that was one of the moments where I feel like in this movie where it's like, yes, we get it. Like, there's yeah. a lot of that feeling in this movie of them being like, do you get it? He's like, Nick, he's like Elvis. Do you get it? Okay, I don't think our, like, as if, like, the audience is fucking stupid so they have to just, like, keep doing that kind of shit. And it's like, no, we understand. Or, like, we're, uh, we've are we gotten sidetracked on the yellow brick road. Oh, Big Tuna might not be as great as the Emerald City. Like, they, they should just look at the camera and say, wow, this is our child, Pace. He sure does look like a munchkin. Yeah, and it's like... The mom is shown as the Wicked Witch, like, so many fucking times. Yeah, and not at, it's not like someone's own imaginings, like, turn on this to be subtle. It's straight up in your fucking face. She is truly dressed as the Wicked Witch, and she's on a broomstick flying in the With sky. With green paint on oh, her Oh, she face. even had green paint? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dang. I'm pretty sure. Uh, They're at the bar, fried banana sandwich. Yeah. And there's the guy that quacks. So it sounds like this guy is quacking. And it's even. But because of how fucking weird and dumb it is. And it's made to be weird and dumb. This is why. I have never seen in a normal looking movie, all of a sudden, someone has a clearly modulated and post production voice. It's pitched up. Yeah. And he's probably just saying, hey, but it sounds like a quack. So I'm like, what the fuck was that? This is a, this is oh, a duck boy. Oh, you know boy. what? You're right. Yeah. 
And then he says I something. He was just making a weird noise. No, I I don't know. We should have had subtitles on because he yeah. says a full sentence, and we Nicole's like, you have to rewind that. Did he say something of importance? We don't know. Nicole, what did you think he said? I didn't even catch all of it. It sounded like he said pigeons spread diseases and then something else. I thought he said, please respect Jesus. Yeah. No, because but he says more than that, though. This is a, I only got like the butt end of it. So like I just heard the please respect Jesus. He turns around and quacks at the band. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Guys, let us know Um, if you also if you're trying to watch this movie, we apologize once again, unless you have an oh, iTunes yeah. account set in maybe Australia or some European countries, you are unable to stream this or purchase it legally. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Which this seems like a movie that should be streaming places. Yeah. It's decent. Who it's owns? Di- and it's a David Lynch film. Like again, I don't think David. Li- besides Twin Pink, Twin Peaks, I don't think he's had a hugely successful thing. Just All like right. infamously tanked with Dune. Like a cult, more of a cult following. Yeah. Okay. Let me check to see if he has any movies that I recognize. But what's your next note? Well, someone in some of the reviews I read said that Shout Factory put it out on DVD. Yeah, but that might have been way back in the day before they were doing like... Or Blu-ray. Because you can license things for physical media or for streaming now. Mm -hmm. So they probably just had the the physical rights. Yeah. But, um... It seemed like everyone who bought the Blu-ray said, like, it didn't work or something, so that's why I got a DVD. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. And they're in a... There's a scene where they're in a booth, and Nicolas Cage starts talking about... I don't even know. He's just, like, describing sex with someone to Lula. Mm -hmm. I have a note about that, too. And I don't know if it's, like, an ex of his or what the fuck. It seemed more like it might have been a sex worker. Or, like, a one-night stand or something. I don't know. But I put, I wrote down a quote that was, uh, I had a boner with a capital O. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fucking amazing. Hilarious. Oh, my God. I had, she asks, because Laura Dern's also getting, like, turned on by this story. Yeah. And. Hotter, sorry, hotter than Georgia Asphalt. Yes. Ooh, and that ass, oh, it's no fault of yours. Smacking it. Mm -hmm. She goes, oh, what color hair did she have? And he goes, (laughs) jet black hair, but gentlemen like blondes. And I was expecting him to say something like, good thing I'm not a gentleman. Or I was like, what's the opposite of a gentleman? And I said, good thing I'm a rugged baby hyena. Oh my God. And then the next scene, there's hyenas on the screen. I was like, oh no. That is a reference to something like gentlemen prefer blondes. I think that's like a movie or something. It might be a movie with Marilyn Monroe, which would make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Quick thing, David Lynch, Eraserhead, is his like biggest film, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people quote it of being a great movie. 
And then the Elephant Man, which I believe my my sister what yes, my sister watched the Elephant Man all the time. I like vaguely remember that movie. Like and- I just remember a scene where he's like trying to explain what colors are to a blind woman. And it's like really sweet. And then I don't know of any other like all these other movies just seem like I've never heard of them. Lost Highway, The Straight Story, uh, Mulholland Drive. Maybe I've heard of that. Uh, it wasn't a box office success. So, no, uh, I think Eraserhead is his biggest movie. Yeah. And or like most notable. And then Twin Peaks, of course, mm-hmm. launched him into some success. Which he was doing around the same time as this movie. Mm-hmm. But boy, guys, is Blue Velvet a stinker? <laughs> I feel like may, we'll throw it up on a Patreon thing. Maybe do that as a watch along. Just because I, t- I talk about it so often. If we could get my friend Shane in because it's his favorite movie, which is why I watched it. And I was like, I've never told him that. I don't think I've ever told him that I watched it and hated it. Yeah. I feel like you're the only one that wants that. (laughs) I I mean, I don't want that, but maybe the fans do. Okay. Let us know in a Patreon comment. I mean, if you didn't want it, then you wouldn't bring it up as as an idea. It might be fun. Okay. To have you see this and be like, well, is this good, bad? Or maybe revisiting it, I'll watch it like I watch Wild at Heart. Like as an adult. Yeah. Then we get this story. So the, yeah, that story about him just like the boner with a capital o story and then this story could have just not been in this movie and this story the o one the boner with a capital o this woman is in tights and is bent over and you could like even even through the pants which are like not they're not see-through pants but you could they're like, like leggings they're like bright orange leggings hot pants maybe is what they called them back then you could like see the shape of her like anus and vagina yeah like it is baffling how porno- baffling. it's how pornographic this was yeah and he just like grabs this woman right between the legs and like thumb on the b-hole and like rest of the hand massaging her vagina Nick Cage do had to do that's, that. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that's his hand? Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, no, he doesn't have like a fake hand he's holding underneath going no, like, No, that would be so, someone else's <laughs> hand. Oh, no, because you like clearly see you him, freak. right? <laughs> no. It's, you know, like a Halloween hand that you go like, my hand <laughs> fell off. No. Oh, man. I remember my dad and stepmom had one of those hands and did that to this like seven-year-old kid and the kid peed his pants because he was so scared. (laughs) (laughs) Poor kid. Adults during our time, I think adults always are shitty. Maybe finally parents will be good. No. Or they're, they're getting more good. No. Because they're like, oh, we... It's fun to terrify children. Mm-hmm. Let's take a mudding. <laughs> That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. I've never been mudding. I thought you did. No. Or two tracking. That's two tracking. Yeah. And uh, the sand dunes. Oh, yeah. Those are scary. In uh, 
Silver. Silver Lake. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Silver Lake Dunes. Yeah. Guys, if you're ever in beautiful Michigan, why? But... (laughs) (laughs) But hit up Silver Lake Dunes and maybe Michigan's Adventure. That's two parks for the price of grun. Why not the... What is it? Bear something? Bear Dunes? Bear Dunes? Bear Lake Dunes? Uh, Maybe. Do you mean Great Wolf Lodge? No. Oh, man. Ooh, Great Wolf Lodge is fun, though, as a kid. Great Wolf Lodge, for some reason, I'm like, I don't want to go there because I fear that, like, the water could give me, like, a flesh-eating virus. That's, I mean, I feel like that's uh, a... acceptable fear or i'm gonna be like oh no there's a there's a jellyfish on me but it's like but it's really just a used diaper and i'm like no because it's like an in indoor water parks just seem so so much more gross i think it's just because it's like humid in there yeah (laughs) also this is coming from someone who has never been to an indoor water park cool cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) but i know what i like and i know what i dislike sure Let's watch Eraserhead, though. I All hear right, good let's things. Watch, let's go. Stop the pod. Let's go watch it. Guys, we are back from watching Eraserhead, and I understand why he got a career. Yeah. Uh. So Lula talks about this guy. I think it was like, what, her cousin or some, something? I don't know. A guy that she yes. heard stories about or knew or something cousin. called Jingledale because he loved christmas so much it just it seems this story is like why is this in this movie and it doesn't this is what i think it like doesn't make like her story that she tells doesn't make sense but at the same time it does like as if you're a kid like hearing it secondhand from someone that it's like hey cousin dale did this you know what i mean yeah I think this is, you know, when you watch a comedy and there's a scene where you're like, wow, that didn't add to the plot at all, but it was super fucking funny and like felt very polished. And it's always. But like it it was funny and then it was sad. Yeah. But the, the, the funny thing is, is just comedy based. This, I think. So, but, but then you find out for those scenes that. Oh, this was a sketch that either the writer was doing with their comedy troupe or the writers were doing, the actors had always done. So they wanted to put it on film for once. This might be like a short story that he once had or something like- That's what it feels like. That he just wanted to incorporate into the script. Yeah. Unless this is in the book. You know what? That's very, that probably, yeah. But one of the doesn't mean they had to include it. The weirdest thing apart on this story, I'm guessing you have it in your note. Yeah. It, can I say yes. it? Yes. Right. Jingle Dale. Uh, they go they go through about like him believing in aliens and whatever. But say, but said he put one big cockroach right on his anus. <laughs> Which I thought because they were like, oh, he, the ant saw that there were cockroaches on his underwear. I thought it's like, oh, a cockroach on the cock. But the, put, planning it on the anus is so weird and ugh. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. I don't know. And then you see him like on a street corner, like 
situating his pants like he has a wedgie, but then smiling about it. Yeah, I don't know. And then, but it's, she, yeah, he clearly had like mental illnesses and I forgot how that story ended. He just disappeared. Okay. Had never been seen from a sense insinuating, oh, was he abducted by aliens? Yeah. What do you guys think? Let us know in a comment. (laughs) Please don't. I think, I don't know. It's like they were trying to be like, check out this quirky cast of characters, but it's like he's not even in the movie, though. Yeah, this is, and it never comes up. Yeah. Maybe that's like the Tin Man. Okay. Uh, Who is the scarecrow of the story, Nicole? I don't know. I was thinking about that, too, and I'm like, I don't I don't, I don't think there were. Like, it's maybe, so... Maybe, like, uh, oh, God. But she's Dorothy, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't... I, why did they throw the Wizard of Oz in here? I have here? no fucking clue. Because it's not, like... Because he wanted to? It's just allusions to Wizard of Oz. It's not that anything thematically ties in there's no like scarecrow there's no cowardly lion it's just the wicked witch and the good witch yeah it's it's like they're trying to i don't know like they're trying to like do symbolism but it's not symbolism it's just it just is that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i guess that is which is Again, the type of thing where I'm like, yeah, we get it. It's like if someone were to reference the hero's journey throughout the film, but they're just on the hero's journey. That's what this is. Yeah. They're just going on a journey like Wizard of Oz and referencing it like it should be Wizard of Oz, but it's just someone on a trip to where they want to go Mm -hmm. and they never get there. This is stupid storytelling yeah they don't need any of the wizard of oz stuff in this movie at all david lynch two thumbs down on this dude but like without those things i feel like the movie wouldn't be as funny oh yeah because that's part of a lot of those moments are like the are are like what the fuck moments that you're just laughing because you're like why yeah it's I think it's fine, you know. Uh, I mean, the the movie's funny, yeah. but like, it's not good storytelling. No, it's bad. Yeah, it's a it's a great bad movie. Half of it, <laughs> and the ending. Um. Any okay? Back onto the God. This is gonna take for fucking ever. Mom progressively rubs lipstick all over herself, uh, and throws up. Lipstick? More like face hand. Yeah, like lipstick all over her face. And she goes, why so serious? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know if that's supposed to be like her transformation into the Wicked Witch. Like as if she's putting on the green makeup or something. I don't know. But yeah, like she's clearly losing her fucking mind. I think she, yeah, she throws up. I don't know if I said that. And it's like, okay. I think a lot of this is just David Lynch saying, this would look good on film. Yeah. He's just like, that's a weird idea. Let's put that in there. Which I guess is why, which is, yeah, he should just do like weird sci fi shit like Twin Peaks. I don't think. 
Twin Twin Peaks it's is not sci-fi. No, it's Twin I always Peaks assumed it was. Is a like film noir detective story. Oh, okay. Just because like seeing the there's like a lady that's frozen or something. I always just like assumed it was sci-fi. I believe she was found in a lake. Okay. So no, this is not sci-fi. I, I think Dune is the only sci-fi thing I believe that he's done. Well, he should do sci-fi Unless then. Eraserhead. I don't know anything about Eraserhead besides the cover and like Jake Fogelness talked about it a bunch. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, pull the car over to find metal on the radio. Yes. That's my next note as well. Yes, yes, yes. They're driving to, so they're, they're driving again and Lula is the driver and she's trying to find music but all she gets is just like terrible news on the radio and she gets so upset that she pulls over and starts like throwing a tantrum like a child and tells sailor to find music and of course it's like metal and then they both are out of the car on the side of the road just like punch dancing and like kick dancing she's throwing a tantrum if it is a child, it's also a child who has like years of Broadway acting experience. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you could be subtle, subtle, but a child doesn't know how to be subtle. Yeah. Her acting is great. Two thumbs up, Laura Dern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have something on the music. There's a lot of times where it sounds like they just slowed down music a lot, but like a real song. And I wonder if they're like, well, if we slow it down enough, no one's going to know whose song it is. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to pay for it. True. Her mom killed her dad, Obs, and doesn't want her to find out from Sailor. Johnny gets deaded in the dark. Uh, so you think he gets killed. So her mom meets up with Johnny in New Orleans, and they're going to go find lula and sailor together but then he gets kidnapped you think he gets killed but he actually just gets kidnapped and then lula and sailor drive up to a car accident and find a lady and she dies and lula just just says i hope this isn't a bad omen and it's like yeah, we get it. It's foreshadowing to let, like a bad thing is about to happen. And I think it was Courtney Cox. I could be wrong. It's possible. Yeah. So it's just like another one of those moments where just it's like David Lynch over explaining shit. Maybe it's because like he knows the shit he's writing is really weird and is like, <laughs> and it's like, I just want to make sure they understand. But. It's so bad that it's annoying. Yeah. Like when people do it as a joke, actually looking into camera saying like, now if you guys didn't get that right now, Daniel said that he was hungry. But in reality, he's hungry for power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weirdly specific. Uh, I was just free balling it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Free Free ballin'. I gotta call up Weird Al. Johnny was kidnapped by a weird lady who was teeth kissing. <laughs> yeah, and that's the scene with the slowed down music. Yeah, and there was a couple other times as well. 
and yeah, they're they're making out, and then he just gets his his dome blown out. So we find out that the person that that kidnapped and killed Johnny is the mother of the unibrow lady in Big Tuna, Texas. Well, obviously because Sailor, so Sailor stops there to ask her, like, "Hey, you know, I worked for Santos, and we agreed that." We would tell each other if there was like a hit out on us. She says, no, there's not. But like after seeing her mom kill. See, but I didn't assume like we saw. But was it? No, it was her mom, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Laura Dern's mom. Unibrow ladies. I don't think they're mom. I just thought they were like a fam or like a friend group of assassins. That just looked exactly the same. I think she was she was wearing a wig, wasn't she? Yeah, but I don't think that's like can't like part of the story. Yeah, but what I'm saying, no, no, like you could clearly tell like she had brown hair. Yeah. So I mean, like just because they have, maybe that's their style for this gang. Like you know, Joker's gang, they all have face paint, and young Republicans all have uh, neckties. <laughs> Okay, sure, James. Uh, all of this stuff now, I like. Once we get into this fucking big tuna stuff, I just want to flash forward to the end. Yeah, yeah. Big tuna Texas is where the movie kind of tanks. Yeah, is where you would say it tanks because it's kind of like they're like, all right, we got to wrap this fucking movie up. <laughs> but they don't. Like, it takes so long to start wrapping up. So anyway, she says there isn't a hit out on him. Um, Then there's a flashback again to Lula's dad being murdered. And you find out that technically Santos killed Lula's dad. But like the mom was in on it because the mom like kisses him or whatever. And And she's like, oh, and he's laughing like the wicked witch. Oh, well, oh, whoa, that's what that was? I didn't even put those two together. Dude, I know, right? It's crazy. Do you have like a film analytic degree, like a film historian degree? You have to to get this movie's <laughs> allusions to The Wizard of Oz. Uh, Lula barfed on the floor and just left it there. Oh, I hated that. Sailor, sorry I'm saying uh so much. Sailor Sailor comes back from the store or something and like gives her a candy necklace. It is like, I got this for you, baby. <laughs> and it's a candy necklace. And she's like, oh, my God, I'll treasure it. 42 flavors, each one for a different way. I love you. <laughs> and even if I eat it, I'll be thinking of you. It's just like so ridiculous. And then later on, she like takes a bite and she goes, Sailor. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. I yeah, just yeah. want to skip that scene. I don't want to talk about it. Then there's, so she barfed and she, uh, so she thinks she's pregnant and then they put in a scene of her getting an abortion, but don't really, like, you don't know, like, when no, it's you a flashback do. to. Uh, because it's, a, you see her, uh, the flashback that we saw before of her, like, post- assaulted raped by her in quotes uncle and then it shows again or not again then we see the abortion thing i think it's to string those two things together yeah so that's that happens she's pregnant 
Prego. Uh, Bobby, a.k.a. Willem Dafoe, sexually assaults Lula. Uh, I'm not laughing because of that. Yeah, there I'm was, like, what the fuck? Uh, I started giggling before that when you said Bobby, because there's a part when Nick Cage <laughs> says, damn it, Bobby. And uh, Nicole then turns and says it like Hank Hill. Yes. Uh, it, it, it made James laugh. Um, 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 then grabs a bureau sailor to talk about robbing a feed store, shows him two guns, uh, picks him up the next day to rob the feed store. And he goes, Hey, I guess the Eagle flies on Friday. Yeah. I don't know what that's, that's gotta be a reference, another reference to like Elvis or something. Maybe. And, uh, like somewhere in between there, you can see that uh bobby and unibrow lady are like together and they're like ha 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 we tricked him we're gonna we're gonna kill sailor because anything could happen at a feed store robbery so uh so she's in the car with them when they go to the robbery she's like the getaway driver so there's no bullets in in sailor's gun willem dafoe's about to shoot him when one of the feed store people Pulls out a gun. Yeah. Uh, so Sailor didn't want anyone hurt. Yeah. He was like, hey, I want to do this clean. Just get the money and get out of here. Because he was apprehensive of doing it in the first place. And Willem Dafoe shoots at the guy. Nick Cage runs for it. And then where this is also interspliced with a cop seeing the blonde haired lady at the getaway. And he's like, this is something fishy. This woman just sitting out here with the car mm-hmm. on and then as nick cage runs out she peels away and then what happens next <laughs> the cop shoots willem defoe so much actually no not so much like five or six times and then his head just explodes off of his body oh you didn't you don't know why that happened no so he falls on his shotgun and the shotgun goes off and his head just like underneath oh, his neck okay. and it just clean blows it off. F- it hits the awning. Like his head doesn't explode. His head just pops off. Yeah. Detaches from his body. And because he, they're all in like pantyhose face masks, it's as if like you put like a bunch of like bloody sausage into like or like into a milk bag and you're trying to like make i guess sausage milk uh, <laughs> and like strain it out through that uh yeah it's disgusting yeah actually uh the whatever mpaa or whatever mpaa yeah made them censor it by just adding smoke in front of his bot like in front of him when that happens damn this is something i might want because i like hearing stories about how the mpaa just dumbs down movies they were all over this movie so it would be really great to watch the commentary and it would be also cool if maybe on the blu-ray but like i mean yeah like it's only in america Oh, that that happened. Yeah. So it there are uncut versions of this out there. I would assume. Okay, because sometimes if if like it's, at least like in theaters it was shown without. But when things get cut, sometimes they're lost. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like Friday the Thirteenth, especially in the later years, some of that footage is lost. But then people are like, "Well, 
it was released on VHS uncut in this other country. Uh, yeah. So people find those VHSs and they're like, holy shit. And then they try to touch them up as best as a VHS could be touched up mm-hmm. and like intersplice that into the movies to show actual like how the scenes were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Cause like you'll see a kill and it's like, Oh, well, why did it cut away? That sucks. This movie is bullshit. But then when you hear like how actually gory some shit is, you're like, whoa. Yeah. All right. These filmmakers wanted to give us a movie, but uh, not even the government. It's just a self-governing movie entity mm-hmm. told you not to do it. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, yeah. His head gets blown off. He goes to prison. Yep. Sailors in jail. Six years. Lula's mom shows up to to take Lula back, but Lula's like, I can't just leave him here. And then it's like Sailor reading a letter from her just for like a segue. Uh, Transition. Uh, 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 what's that called? Voice oh over. God. Exposition. Exposition to say basically just say that she's keeping the baby Mm -hmm. and then cut to five years later or five years, 10 months and 20 something days later when he gets out of jail and she goes to pick him up and of course like is on the phone with her mom about it and her mom is uh, going psycho again. I thought she was like in the back, like her butt was getting eaten out. Like she was bent over like that, but she was like on an ottoman, just bent over. Yeah, that's what an ottoman is—the thing that you yeah, put your yeah, foot yeah. on, like a footstool. Yeah, yeah, just bent over drinking and like you can't see him. Her hair is crazy. Yeah, and then Laura Dern's like, "No, fuck you, mom," and then hangs up on her. And then looks at a picture of her and like splashes water yeah, on her. So you funny. you need to know that for later. So funny. Um, so she picks him up with their son Pace, and he makes her stop the car. Or no, she stops the car because she was like crying or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he just basically angels her. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel like, of Buffy. Thing. Yeah, it uh, is like. I'm no good for you, What blah, 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 I'm going to leave because it'll like make your life better even though we love each other. I'm just going to walk home. So that's what he does. He starts walking home down the middle of a fucking road and uh, all of a sudden these like random people just start showing up like circling around him. I thought this was hired hitmen, but it's not. Wait, it isn't? I just assumed it was. Because they punch him and they say, like, you've had enough. And he says, yeah. And then they let him go. So it's not even the hired, like, a hired hitman by the mom. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it was supposed to be, like, in the book. Maybe. They beat the shit out of him. Oh, he calls them the F-slur. And they beat the shit out of him until he, like, passes out. And then hallucinates slash dreams. I don't think it's either of those. I think it's reality. (laughs) The good witch, like, floating. And he goes, the good witch? (laughs) And she basically just tells him to go back to get together with Lula. Yeah, like, who who cares if you're bad? She loves you despite of that or in spite of that. 
without that. You know what I'm trying to say. She still loves you no Love matter. Love conquers all. That's Beautiful. why I haven't gotten my leg thing checked out because Nicole loves me. It will eventually heal through the power of love. You just need to give it little kisses, Nicole. Go. <laughs> it's just a big bruise now. Okay. <laughs> um. He then he wakes up and apologizes to them for saying the f slur, which is funny. <laughs> um, Especially how he says it. He's like, I apologize yeah. for insinuating you are homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. And then just runs away. Then it shows the mom picture, quote unquote, melting. It just kind of disappears with like steam because of the water. So dumb. And runs down the yellow brick road, a.k.a. just on top of cars to get to Lula, I think is what that was. I don't know. I might have been zoned out. And and sings Love Me Tender to Lula because earlier in the movie he said he would only sing that to his wife. And, and the end. That, that's how it ends. The end is him full ass singing this entire song as credits roll. Yeah. And boy, does he sound good. All right, Nicole, I don't know. Uh, do we do Madman or Rankin? Hold on, hold on. What's I'm, up? I'm not done. Okay, okay. Because... She never finds out that her mom killed her dad. Yeah, that's fine. Like, that never pays off. I think that's something that the audience knows and he knows, but she doesn't need to know. I get, I don't know. This movie, I feel like, I feel like I need to watch it again, but I also don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do want to, but I don't want to. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Is he a madman or is he better than John Hamm? Is it madness or is he a genius? The signs are vital. We've got to know and we're on our way searching for the answers. Is he a madman? Or better than John Hamm. What do you think? I think in this one, absolute madman, because David Lynch allowed him to talk like Elvis and have a, a snakeskin jacket. And in uh, uh, playing off from Laura Dern, I think she's even more of a madman. <laughs> yeah. So together, yeah, they are nowhere near John Hamm. Yeah. But again, I think because she's like on the same level, if not more, mm -hmm. it like it just works. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like. It doesn't seem everyone, out of place. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't seem out of place because in like other movies, it's just like everyone else is like, you know, like quote unquote normal. And then he's just like over here screaming. You know, like in a den of thieves, like uh, you find company or whatever the fuck that. Sure. That, but this is like in a room of surrealists, you find good company. Yeah. So they're all like-minded individuals saying, yeah, this is the movie we want to make. Yeah, this movie was something else. I give this one thumb down, one thumb up <laughs> because the back half 
blue front half. I wrote down, Nicole, this might be the number one movie we have seen so far. I mean, yeah, you in the beginning, I said, like, this is my favorite. Like, this might be my favorite movie. And then it I'm guessing it's not. No, because of the tuna town shit. Yeah, fuck that. Like the ending of the movie just is it's it's a letdown. Mm -hmm. So where would we place this? Do you have our list? It felt like the whole movie was building up to this like huge thing, like this huge showdown almost Mm -hmm. with the killers and everything. But you never get that. We get an almost killer showing down with him, but that dude's head just gets (laughs) popped off. Yeah. He doesn't, which seems out of character because he fucking absolutely unnecessarily murders that person in the opening of the movie. Yeah. So it just seems completely out of character that he would just like submit to the cops and nothing. You know what I mean? Maybe he found God in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that almost two years for manslaughter. That's insane. How, How is that insane? I think you should. It feels like you should get longer. For for what he did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, th- specifically this manslaughter incident. What, yeah, what he did was fucking ridiculous. Like, that man had been incapacitated when he hit his head against the wall. When he fell down, he should have said, like, okay, step back, make sure the knife is out of the way. Everyone, someone call the police. However, he then jumped on this man as people are yelling to him to stop, is bashing this man's head on the floor that is concrete it's so brutal yeah all right now we got to rank this bitch okay what are start listing off i was looking at the list but like while i was waiting for us to start and i'm very conflicted but we'll we'll see what you think okay starting from the the bottom no i don't think this is a bottom one i think this is somewhere in the middle Okay, okay, well, I'll just say what I think. Okay. I was thinking above, so it would be, it would be above Vampire's Kiss, but under Moonstruck. Yes, this is absolutely better than this Vampire's Kiss. This is like Kiss. literally, in, like, if you mash those two movies together, yeah. you would get this movie. But, you know, not as, like, classical of acting that you would get from a share and others. Sure. So, yeah, the, I absolutely, that's where it should go. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, so it is at bam, 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 number six. Okay. Out of 12? Yes. Hell yeah. It's truly right in the middle. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's perfect. It, it really is a middle movie. Yeah, man, it, it could have been number one. Yeah. It's insane, like, how an hour can affect it. I mean, no, it's not it insane how. Was it an hour? Yeah, because it, it's a two-hour-long movie, uh-huh. and it's right in the middle that Damn. next part takes place. So, I mean, with the credits, it's probably, like, an hour and 50. Yeah. So, an hour of it was great, 50 minutes of it, no. Would you recommend this movie? Yeah, uh, of course, like. You heard all the content, so trigger warnings on all of the shit we said. This is the most in-depth we've gone on a movie. So, 
like so, plot point wise yeah but just because like so much shit was happening mm-hmm. i had to write down the jingle dale because i was like if i don't write this down we'll forget about it and we'll be like there's so much in this movie oh fuck we didn't even talk about jingle dale no so since we did that episode with we watched that common rider movie mm-hmm to with do that a other podcast toku podcast with yeah with the other toku podcast that. and they that other toku podcast and that they kind of did their notes that way where they just like did plot points mm-hmm. throughout the movie and i was like oh that's a good way to do it because then you don't like forget about anything so after that that's how i started doing my notes for nicholas cage yeah that's good that's how i do it for talking about beyblade babies except uh more absurd <laughs> I would recommend it, but only to like certain people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you have generally been like, oh, Nicole and James have the same sensibility as I do, recommend it. If not, absolutely not. Also, because you'll have to seek out a physical copy of it. Yeah, I yeah, I had to buy it. It was like with shipping, it was like 15 bucks. Which is why... This is late, technically. Yeah, because we couldn't find it anywhere, and then we had to wait for it to to ship to us. Yeah, I think I had, like, pizza in the oven, maybe, and we were like, yeah, we're about to watch this movie, and then... Because it sa- the internet said it was on Tubi or something. Because there's a TV show called Wild at Heart. And I swear, I was like, yeah, I think I saw it on there, and then, no. So, I don't know. That's on me again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but our next one, Xanadu, is that what it's called? Uh, Zanzibar. Zandali. Zandali, that is available on all the cool shit cool. to purchase. I haven't looked at that at all. Well, hey, guys, you'll hear us in two weeks. I want to see, though. Oh, well, my God, he has a mustache. All right, guys, be look on the lookout for mustached Nicolas Cage. We don't normally do plugs on this, but if you're on the Twitch. The explores the theme of lust. Oh, <laughs> you think I'd like that, but not Nicolas Cage. He's, he, it seems like it's going to be really fun. Like he's an artist and it says his poet buddy's wife. So it seems like it's going to be like very pretentious. Oh, man. It's not a Scorsese or whoever the fuck Ooh, Coppola uh, is see. it. It says romance drama director Sam Pillsbury. Oh, give me that dough, bitch. <laughs> we also were, we watched this thing called Mr. Sunday Movies and they referenced a movie and they said, it's oh a yeah. YouTube channel. Uh, you know that, you know, it's that Nick Cage war movie from such and such. And we were like, oh no. We thought we were out of the woods on this bullshit. Oh, yeah. They referenced a, a future Nicolas Cage movie, and it was a war one. And we were like, God damn it. We don't want to watch any more war movies. And it's one that we have never heard of before. So yeah. it's going to be bad. But as I was saying, we don't normally plug on this. However, sure. if you have a Twitch, Nicole started drawing on their darling homebody on Twitch.tv. Oh, you're so sweet. All right, that's all it's I got. Twitch.tv slash Darling Homebody. Chill. To be clear. Yeah, Darling Homebody on Twitch.tv. Chill. If you just search Darling Homebody, you'll find it, baby. I'm not going to edit tonight. That's fine. No one's making you. 
I'll probably edit a little tonight. <laughs> I've been James. <laughs> Knowing you, you probably will. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I, I guess I just want to... Yeah, I guess we did, though. Just want to close it with overall feelings of... Dread. I, yeah, I like this movie, but it, it could have been better, but it was still really fun to watch. A lot. Way, 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 way more fucking fun than the last two movies we watched. Yeah, and more than I thought this movie was going to be. Yeah. I'm going to watch all of David Lynch's movies. All right, have fun doing that by yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. All right, I've been James. <laughs> I'm Nicole. And we've been... Engaged, engaged with, with Nicholas Cage. Because you know he's not married to that script. I paused a little bit because I was like, oh, shoot, Nicole is the one who does starts it out. Oh, it's So fine, you can say, care. and we're... It's fine, I don't care. Shoot, Nicole, we don't have enough time to let the listeners know if we're engaged or not. Find out next time. All right, <laughs> bye. Yeah.